0: May I have your attention, please? Chicago! Oh, no. Shut your yap! Uh, no, no, what you say? Do, what you say? Your attention, please. don't know me, sir. We're going to have a problem here. la palma. palma
1: de Your attention, please. And welcome in to another episode of Yap Chicago. We appreciate you hitting play wherever it is that you get your podcast. You can follow the show on Twitter at YapChicago underscore on Instagram at YapChicago. You can also call us and leave us a message at 312-985-6006. As always, this episode is brought to you by Tribe Coffee Co. I know we're back. We've been off a while, but yes, we're still sponsored by Tribe Coffee Co. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, whatever style or flavor of coffee you are craving, light, dark, medium, espresso, Head there. Use promo code Yabshy for 10% off your order. Visit Cam.
0: My name is Edgar Perez. Lizzie F baby on the mic. What do you do, baby? Miss you guys. Yeah, it's been a minute, man. Hell yeah. Uh, we got to get better. <laughs> you know what happened? It was all-star break weekend, and we we're just like, there's really nothing going on. Yeah, and that was more so, uh, that was lazy on our part.
1: We could have all gone as a group to watch Fast 9. That's true, and done a bullshit show on that. we could have just I don't know
0: done a bunch of stuff,
1: thought of something, you know, just get drunk, see what happens, but uh record
0: drunk, yeah, that would not be the first Will, time that's happened. we would never do that,
1: no, <laughs> no, but no yeah we we didn't need to get better at that, and then we we did try to record an episode on the weekend because we're like, we can't go two weeks without putting something out. We got to put out a late episode. Yeah. But then UFC was going on. Yeah. We, re- <laughs> <laughs> we realized it was an earlier than usual start for UFC. We're like, uh, let's just, let's just go watch
0: these fights instead. Huh? That shit was about, weird. About that? It started like at five or six.
1: Yeah. The main event was, they were starting to walk out
0: like at seven, seven thirty. Yeah. It was ridiculous. That kind of fucking threw us off.
1: Yeah. So blame the UFC for not having an episode of YAP Chicago or not having the regularly scheduled episodes. It's totally not our fault. Yeah, not at all. No, right. UFC's fault. It's not our work ethic. <laughs> no, but no, but we're back now, so that's all that matters. And we're even talking about bringing on another show. I mean, hey, guys, you guys can barely put out one show a week. We'll make sure that you can go back to doing two shows. we will tell you why. We're going to be drunk? Oh. <laughs> no, no, not drunk, at least. Partially. You know, not all the way, but um, no, football season's coming along. That means Bears, so we're going to bring back the earlier in the week show we're still debating when to put that out whether it's a Tuesday episode or a Wednesday episode or even a quick Sunday Monday episode we're not we don't know we're still kicking it around but it's pretty much going to be a bears focused reaction show because the bears are pretty much the only team that brings the city together
0: that yeah part we've of talked it's the bulls. about it
1: before yeah part of it's the bulls but i think it's still a, a Majority draw is going to be the Bears.
0: Yeah, and especially because a lot of people with the Bulls, they always say I stopped watching when Michael Jordan retired, all that bullshit. Right, right, right. And most people just root against LeBron now, basically. So it's... Which I don't know why. Yeah, at a certain point, you just stop caring, right? I stopped
1: just, caring once after, I think, after he... Won a couple. Won a couple with the Heat. After that, I kind of stopped hating him.
0: For me, I... And I, just started appreciating LeBron. I, I actually rooted for him when he was against the Warriors because... It's the perfect story, man. He's back at home. He's against the most winning regular season team. Mm-hmm. He, he was down 3-1, and they come back and win it in the seventh game. Come on. Like, how can you not root for the underdog in that? Right. Shout out, Dave. That's a fucking Rocky storyline right there. <laughs> I'm up to two. I saw two Rockies already. There you I saw go. saw one and two.
1: Three is in the queue. I've seen four, but I'll watch it again. Sure, whatever. I'll go in order. But I'm working on Rocky III, uh at some point. This week, I promise. Uh, yeah, all right. just like our <laughs> show last week. <laughs> I did see. Speaking of LeBron, I did see the new Space Jam. I didn't before before it. we get into all our sporty stuff, I I did watch the new Space Jam. I haven't watched it. Was it was it good? It was fine for for a kids movie, which obviously that's what even the first Space Jam was about. Yeah, yeah. and let's be honest, Space Jam, the original one, is not a good movie. Now, if if you rewatch it without your like nostalgia goggles, it's not that. Yes. Good. Take away the nostalgia. Replace Michael Jordan with Patrick Ewing or something. And you wouldn't really care about Space Jam. Because it's not a good movie. It's not. We're just Chicago Marx. And we're (laughs) like, oh, fuck, Jordan. Yeah. Bugs Bunny.
0: (laughs) No, the, the only thing I heard really that was a negative about the Space Jam is the fact that the new Space Jam, I should say, is that the first half, it was basically like a LeBron commercial. Like everything that he's done with stars and shit like that i haven't watched it but that's just like i've heard multiple people say that where they just they just kind of try to blow up the stuff that he's done previously yeah i heard there was a plot twist also about coming out
1: yeah well <laughs> oh, i'm not gonna give away spoilers man but damn i'm gonna have to bleep that out no spoilers on this movie yeah on this podcast on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no podcast on this No. Spoil- oh, you know what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah, no yeah. spoilers podcasts, movies whatever yeah but yes, there there is a plot to this with that one. There's a, a I, I heard it. It gets funny though when like the fucking
0: Looney Tunes actually show up and shit.
1: Yeah, and I think it, it's not even really more so a like a straight up basketball game the documentary. No, it's <laughs> it's really based on a true story. No, it's not really. It's not even really like a, a like the game itself. You know, like in Space Jam, they actually play a basketball game, right? I mean, they play a game here too, but it's it's more like video game based. Okay. So it has like power ups and like special moves and shit. and shit. It's like. It's like 2K, NBA Street, and like NBA fucking Jam. some On fire. other ones. Yeah, yeah, like all put together. And they're like, oh, my God, that was a fucking 300-point combo. And It's like, okay. Again, channel for the kids of today who don't care about sports, who care more about video games, and they're trying to bring yeah, them in. That makes sense. Which is kind of the plot of the story. But anyways, it's not as bad. People just quit bitching about LeBron James and New Space Jam. Oh, they're going to ruin the, the first one. First of all, it, it, it sucks first anyway. One wasn't that good. It sucks anyway, and this one has some ties to the original, but at the end of the day, it just it's just movie. a separate movie for the kids of today
0: with LeBron James. Okay. Noted. Watch it on acid. Check.
1: <laughs> well, there are a lot of funky <laughs> colors, so that might make it interesting. <laughs> we do not condone the use of acid. All right. Back to our regularly scheduled program. That might be trade deadline. We're recording this on Wednesday night, Wednesday the 28th. Deadline's on Friday at 3 p.m.
0: And the Cubs are dead.
1: Cubs have so far traded Andrew Chafin to the A's.
0: R- rumor to trade Topera.
1: Yeah, and then there's been a lot of rumors for KB here and there. I mean, Jock Peterson earlier. Oh, yeah. What was that, last week? Yeah. Two weeks ago?
0: Seems like forever ago they yeah. traded
1: Jock Peterson. Sent Jock Peterson to the Braves, Andrew Chafin to the A's. And now you got a bunch of rumors, and you only got a couple days here to uh, get those done. We have Twitter open. We have the Cubs game on in case someone gets pulled. We're seeing rumors of Anthony Rizzo to the Red Sox. We're seeing oh, yeah, so Chris Bryant linked to the, the Giants.
0: Giants. To pair it to the Sox,
1: which isn't a huge one, but Bryant to pair to the White Sox. I mean, if we're doing that, hey, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll take Kopech and, uh, you know, Vaughn. Kopech is a fucking weapon. You everyone, can, you can throw in Jake Berger. I'll, I mean, I guess I'll take him. Uh, it seems fair, right? Yeah.
0: Gavin Sheets, just some, you know, round out the
1: contracts. We'll take him.
0: I guess we'll take Robert since he's hurt the fuck out of here. For the future, no, but I mean, <laughs> I was telling you earlier before we started recording that I even felt fucking kind of sad for Chris Bryant. That that man just seemed defeated when he when he did his post game press conference yesterday they, on Tuesday. All the rumors
1: and all the drama have broken
0: Chris Bryant, and it it really does seem like it though, right? That guy is sad. <laughs> like he he was like, I I've had some uh, great times in Chicago. Maybe when I get back here, when I'm retired, he was talking about doing first pitch, not the seventh inning stretch, because even he knows that's bullshit. Um <laughs> so the worst, worst tradition in, in baseball, in um, Seventh inning stretch is a complete waste of time. Anyways. I feel like Bowling would hate us for saying that. Maybe. Maybe. I feel like uh, he, he's a good... I feel like he's a candidate for seventh inning stretch, just fucking wilding out. Because it is in a good places. time, yeah. We, yeah, Bowling is pro fun. <laughs> Pro
1: good times, and I'm not trying to be a grouch and say like, oh, get back to playing the baseball. I don't got to sit here and sing, but like,
0: do yeah. we really got to stop? And what would be key is if they stopped not selling booze at seventh inning stretch, yes, and just allowed it to keep going. You know, yeah. If you really want to let the party, I mean, don't stop. <laughs> How about you just stop it like in the ninth, the last, in out. the
1: bottom of the ninth? Yeah, like uh, with two outs or something before the game ends. That's fine because okay that. I'll sign off on that. All right. Anyways. Back to a defeated Chris Bryant.
0: This is Chris Bryant. This is talking? Chris Bryant
1: when? Yesterday? Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. After Tuesday's game, they asked him, uh, I don't know, a question, but listen to him be very sad.
0: Plenty of great moments here and um, probably plenty more to come. Maybe when I'm retired, I can – I always said I wouldn't – throw. Um, I wouldn't sing <laughs> the seventh inning stretch, maybe throw out the first pitch. Uh, but, no, I don't know. I'm just – Some some of the the stuff is just exhausting. It really is. And uh, I'm just trying to do my best to keep my um, focus where it needs to be and, you know, help whoever I can along the way here and just take everything in stride and whatever happens, it's out of my control. He's just Uh, trying his best, man. He's just trying his best, bro. Like, it sounds like he's fucking... Complete, like, he's in a middle of a breakup, and he's just I like, mean, I'm trying everything. Damn, baby. Like- <laughs> what more can I do? <laughs>
1: if you see the video, he's slouched over, hand on the face. He's just I can looking change. down. He just looks defeated, I can him, change. And I fucking hate the Cubs for doing this, because we should have never gotten to this point, especially with Chris Bryant. I can see the hesitation and maybe offering him a huge contract because of the injuries. He's been injured a couple years
0: in a row here, and he's had, like, nagging injuries along the way. But you guys have way too much talent to be bad. Yes, I agree. Like... That it I just agree. makes no sense. No, it really doesn't. Because you you think about all the people that are possibly trading traded in the de- deadline right now. You guys probably have three out of the top like six, if you include like Trevor Story, yeah. so on and so forth. Other pitchers, Max Scherzer was um talked about to actually be traded, and he said no to the Yankees. But shit like that, you guys have like three out of the top like five or six people that are going to be traded more than likely. With Rizzo, Baez, and Chris Bryant, so how the fuck are you guys <laughs> losing if you guys have three out of the top five people that everyone wants? Well, <laughs> that's that's been the uh, that's been the big question overall over the last what
1: three years for this Cubs team. Your pitching stinks. Pitching stinks. Well, especially
0: this year. Yeah, I mean, we got zero pitching this year. You guys, you guys had a lucky run with that bullpen, and I think we were talking about that like once the regression happens. Yeah. You, you try to talk to yourself, like, what if we're just really, like, Hall of Fame material? <laughs> <laughs> I saw
1: I saw a uh, a tweet that um, Andrew Chafin went up to David Ross oh, yeah, yeah. after the game, after he found out he got traded, and he was like, what, I have one bad outing and I get traded?
0: <laughs> that, His
1: last yeah. outing with the Cubs, yeah, he gave up, like, five runs or something like that. And <laughs> I mean, good for us, because we're able to take that bullpen and the, the magic they were able to create the season and flip them for players, I mean... How much can you get in return for bullpen arms? But you you get some decent returns. I'm not gonna pretend to be a fucking prospect scout and know where all these guys rank and hey. judge the the, the
0: the pool that came back, but hey. But for closers for for Kimbrough, I think you guys will at least get one like top end talent. Yeah. Obviously Kimbrough's gonna be the one that brings
1: in brings back the most for the pitchers. From all those three guys, Yeah, of course. Um I, I saw mean, people angry at the Chafin trade list. It's just like, really, what do you expect to get back for a That's That's a, the fan thing, though.
0: That's a fan thing where you basically like overhype your own players. And right. you're just like, oh, my God, this guy means so much to us. But in reality, in the rest of the league, he means nothing. Like, no offense. To it's him. like the video we saw of those guys arguing in the bleachers. Right, they were
1: arguing about trading Anthony Rizzo, and the guy's like, "Who are you gonna get to play first base, man?" And You're it's right. like, we'll, first we'll base is the someone, man. It's like Jesus.
0: First base is the easiest position to actually like get people that are gonna plug in twenty five home runs. Yeah, like three hundred and twenty ba- uh, on base percentage. So it's I don't know. Uh, I honestly feel feel bad for Chris Bryant. I don't feel bad for Javi Baez and. His bitch tactics that he pulled on Monday's oh, game. Oh, fuck out of <laughs> here! Get the fuck out of here! I, actually, I wish I had the Canelo drop right now. Just I actually don't even it mean it. Get the it. fuck out of here! I don't even mean it. It's No, you don't. Shit. You don't.
1: That was some of the best. If, if I mean, Javi has left us with a bunch of good memories. Blue balls, Gene. as a cub, <laughs> but <laughs> but if you if 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 that's his last like big hurrah. If he does it get traded a here, good one. it was a good fucking. It was a good exclamation point to finish off there. Him talking shit. No, but to fucking Garrett, what's his name? Amir Garrett. Him talking shit to Amir Garrett. Him like even before that bat, like he's just walking into the box and you you can see him talking shit to him. Hey, I love, love Amir Garrett
0: was ready to fucking fight like a whole team before. He's ready so. to fight everyone. <laughs> yeah, that guy's as red ass as it comes, man. But you know what? That I honestly feel like that encompasses uh, Hobby Bias. Because he came in there determined, like, I am going to get a hit. I am going to make sure. He started talking shit before the bat even started. Yeah. So they started fucking chirping at each other. Uh, if you guys haven't watched it, Monday's game, uh, bottom of the ninth, Cubs versus Reds. Um, two outs, I believe. One out. One
1: right. out when, when Bias came out to the bat. One <laughs> out. That's why he was so adamant, because the base was a anyway, so he knew if he was
0: going to get an out, it was going to be a sack fly anyway. Right. He would have walked off. Hit it as soon as he hit it. He started fucking, he looked directly at Amir Garrett, did the slowest fucking walk to first base I've ever seen. It was a walk 100% of the way there. Yeah. He walked to first, he, talking shit the entire way. I actually think he had a, um, one of the like first base or third base coaches actually walking him to first base. Like, yeah. make like, sure you on, touch first base. Come on. Cause come if on. you don't touch that shit, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, I mean, that shit's fucking awesome. Yeah. But what I was saying is that it encompasses him because he was determined. He came up there, he was talking shit, and he did it. He got the game-winning hit. But when there's other times where he just doesn't give a fuck, he's lackadaisical with running to first. We've talked about it before when he did that great play against the Pirates, which was more shit talking about the Pirates. But, <laughs> but the fact that he, he had that awareness to actually like run back and forth and then see that no one was at second, so run a second. But then I think there was a play where he just candy-assed it from like home to first or something like that, like right after that, wasn't it? Like a week. Yeah, or two it ago? was.
1: It was a. It was a, pop fly to left, and he forgot how many outs there were. He thought there were two outs, so he just kept jogging slowly around the bases,
0: and then he and got just got double Yeah. And his body language was just like, yeah, whatever. He yeah. weigh them off and said, I do not give a fuck. But that that's like the perfect example, like when he is determined. I honestly think that if he goes to a team that is in playoff contention, you're going to see Javi bias play off Javi. Yeah, because right. he'll go to an, uh, an excited fan base, an
1: excited team that's in the run. There's a lot of buzz behind it, and that's when Javi shows his magic.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's a real quote, but I believe there's a quote where he said, if I enter free agency, I want to play with Francisco Lindor.
1: I heard that somewhere, too. I, I agree. I don't, I don't remember seeing it or where it came from. Yeah. But I, I think I remember someone talking about that, too. That, oh, I think it was a podcast. I think someone said it was a like a Spanish podcast he I, hopped on. I'm so scared
0: now with those, like, <laughs> fake fucking quotes. I'm just right? like, I, like don't oh, fuck, I, I don't know. I need my five know. sources now.
1: Yeah. You got to double check everything.
0: <laughs> um, But honestly, that would be a fucking good second short tandem right there. Yeah. I mean, weren't they the, in the... um? Puerto Rican. In the yeah, the Puerto Rican team together? What, 2017? When they came to second
1: against the US. Let's go. You taking Lindor and Baez or Tim Anderson, Trevor Story.
0: Well, I mean, TA is the best shortstop in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: who, cares? I mean, who cares, man. Come on. It's the fucking White Sox. Who cares? Who cares? ESPN even forgets their stats.
0: Yo, that shows. When they're on when they're ice. on their <laughs> network, they're playing on on ESPN. Oh, shit. We on the game on the game on Sunday against the Brewers, they show Lance Lynn's ERA and it's let's say one point nine, and then it shows Brandon Woodruff, yeah, his ERA and it's like two point one, and then it says under Brandon Brandon Woodruff best ERA in in the in the in the league, and it's like motherfucker, you have someone that has a lower ERA, just showed another ERA that was lower, it was fucking ridiculous, and this stems from. them always not talking about the O five championship probably because it was a little underrated, but uh, <laughs> but like it's it's just a conspiracy of ESPN. That was just a myth, man. Filed that that World Series never happened. We have filed a lawsuit against them to cease and desist with a shit talk, <laughs> just like a uh, what is it? The Big Twelve, just like the Big Twelve did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sneaky move by ESPN there. If it's true, man. Yeah. So that's another can of worms. Is the (laughs) Big 12, is that where, I'm not a huge college football guy, obviously, but is that where, not yet, yet. is that where uh, those two schools are are breaking off? Yes, so
0: Oklahoma and Texas will be leaving Big 12, and they have already petitioned to go to the SEC, I believe the earliest they'd be able to do it is 2024, the 2024 season? Sure, I'm going to believe you. 2023, 2024, yeah. But back to the cease and desist part, so, yeah. They the those two teams, Oklahoma and Texas, are the two biggest teams in the Big Twelve. They're asking to leave the Big Twelve and actually join the SEC, which the SEC is the like powerhouse of um, college football. college football. And these are the best two teams in the Big Twelve consistently. Maybe Baylor in there too, um, but you know, biggest names Oklahoma and Texas. They're leaving, and now. ESPN has been talking about it nonstop for what? Two weeks now maybe? A Long week time. Now? Long time. Um, and now the Big 12 actually filed a lawsuit against the ESPN saying that they are trying to belittle the Big 12. And they actually did a cease and desist legal action against the ESPN to basically stop talking about them branching off. <laughs> and they're saying it's, you know what? And and the reason you say it's a sneaky move is because like, like I said earlier, they are taking over the SEC games. Yeah. So if they are, if they are doing it, I mean the the Longhorn Network is already part of ESPN too, right? So, well, fucking at least Eloy came back from the dead, like the Big Twelve.
1: I didn't see that in ESPN. I, I don't even know if that's accurate. I I is Eloy I'm even back? Su-
0: I'm pretty sure I Eloy retweeted about every <laughs> every fucking <laughs> thing I saw about the home run that happened on Tuesday. I texted you right away, Jose Quintana Elamea. <laughs> Um. Yes, Eloy is back from the dead. Yep. He he hit a fuck, Jimenez has risen. He had a fucking huge home run against the Royals. I mean, it was the Royals, but yeah, had a huge home run when the won the game. Hi, mom. God, Jesus, let's fucking go. You know, you would fucking love it if he was on the Cubs. Yeah, maybe you, you would love all the <laughs> spiel, just like when you defend Javi and how he is. <laughs> do you, Do you really get excited by him waving? Hi, mom. As opposed not that, to not the mom, but as the, opposed energy. to all the hobby swag, the that hey, motherfucker. Did you see the chain when he hit the home the run? They all got chains. Come it on, swung.
1: Hobby got chains.
0: It swung around his neck. Rizzo got chains. Yeah, it's different though.
1: Not as many chains, but he got some chains.
0: <laughs> yeah, except for the White Sox players, they're not li- getting traded. <laughs> literally, that and they literally were the first five buttons unbuttoned, so you get to see all the chain. That's how I wear my shirts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just yeah. the bottom two. Yeah. <laughs> You know? It's Hot Boy Summer out here, boy. He, Eloy's back fucking finally giving giving us a little bit more pop. Uh fucking supposedly Yaz is healing like Wolverine. They're saying that he's gonna come back like a week and a half or two earlier than expected. Luis Robert is already going from Winston Salem to Charlotte. We're gonna fucking get Trevor Story. Not, not yeah. Not as of uh nine forty five pm we're, we're gonna get Kembro as a setup man, so we're gonna go Copic Kemble Hendricks. Yo, who's on the mound right now for the Cubs? This is the second batter he hits. Maples,
1: Dylan Maples. Ah, uh, yes, Dylan Maples. It's gonna be our,
0: uh, it's gonna be our squad here the rest of the year. So, uh, so you're basically conceding? You're like, so uh, football season's coming up.
1: I have after all after this trade deadline, and see, I'm. That's like the only part of the season I'm. Are you secretly
0: hoping that they keep some of the players, like main players, like Bryant? Rizzo, buys in in hopes that they like team friendly contracts or something for the future. No, just because I would hope I would just hope for that in free agency. You just want them to be happy. Yeah, just just
1: bring bring stuff back. If you love them, let them go. You know, shout out follow boy. I think (laughs) I think the ones that said that. (laughs) I don't know. Anyways, yeah. I, I as far as the Cubs go, after this Friday that's up to the point where I'll be like really paying attention to see what they're doing. Cause I would expect Chris Bryant gone, Javi gone, Rizzo gone, Kimball gone. The Ryan's pair thing might fall through or who knows, they might throw them away for a bag of peanuts for someone. Cause they just want to fucking get, get rid, rid of people it. at yeah. some point. But other than that, it's football season for me for the white Sox, I'm also not paying attention right now because they're just beating up in their division, which you're going to win anyway. And aside from that middle streak, In August here, starting August 12th is really when I'm going to pay attention to this streak of games for the White Sox. Because they're going to run into four teams in a row that are pretty much playoff contenders. And then finish off with you. You got (laughs) five teams. You got three games against the Yankees, four against the Oakland A's, three against the Tampa Bay Rays, four against Toronto. Yeah, all good teams. All of these series are back-to-back-to-back-to-back. That's the only stretch of games where I'm really going to be paying attention to. Because other than that,
0: the you know the White Sox are going to be in the playoffs because they're going to wrap up in the division. I mean, the Royals got hot, won seven in a row, and they are 16 games back. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: yeah, so I, I'm not being a hater because I was watching the White Sox games all in the first half of the season because yeah. unlike you guys, I can tolerate watching the other team. I No, I was always able to.
0: I, I said it before that I – Yeah, but
1: you can't watch them without talking shit. You can't watch the Cubs I without I can't watch shit. anything
0: without talking shit. Yeah, fair. Fair. like, Larry, Gar- Larry <laughs> Garcia, I have to know. You can't watch your own team without talking to <laughs> shit. I fucking call Larry Garcia. I have to call Larry Garcia or now. Is that official now? Yeah. Did, yeah. He, did he do it? He, he hit 250 for a week. Shout out, Lord. Yeah, fucking Lord, man. Yeah. But he still has to hit 270. By the end of the year, he's at 248. <laughs> so what was the point of the bet then? I thought it was just the. No, no, a- it was two separate bets. So one of them was, I can call him Larry unless he hits 250 for an entire week. Yeah. He was able to do it, and then the day after the week, he dropped below two hundred and fifty, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck!" So I have to call him Lori right now. Yeah, hey, that's a bet. I was talking about fucking uh, Nikki Nikki Madrigal, Madrigal before. Goal. I'm like, I'm a fucking doesn't hit outside the infield, and then he had a game where he had two home runs. I'm like, let us fucking go. <laughs> I mean, I talk shit about everyone though, so it's
1: yeah. Uh, for me, when it comes to the White Sox, just get me to the playoffs already. Yeah, I want to see what they do
0: there. I can see that. We'll see what happens. And Luis Robert coming back. That's going to be good. Who? Robert. Mm. But I, I'm kind of in the same place right now. It's just more so I want to see them win against winning teams. Mm-hmm. Them being up on central division player teams is, it doesn't really matter. Are
1: you still hoping they add, they add a bat before the deadline?
0: Yes, because we've seen what happens when there's an injury. And let's say, knock on wood, but let's say there's a setback with one of the guys that are coming back. Whether it be Eloy that's back now. Luis Robert, or he has, if one of them gets hurt, we kind of go back to relying on Laurie Garcia, you know? Yeah. So, that's that's the shitty part. I just think it it just helps for depth. Even though they, we've, we've had a, a lot of young cats come up with Andrew Vaughn, Gavin Sheets, Jake Berger, they've all shown that they can hit. It. I feel like postseason, you always need that one, you need the Jeff Blum to hit a fucking home run out of the bench just so fucking win the World Series, you know? If you could only add one, would you
1: rather have add another bat to the lineup or a bullpen arm? Bullpen. Hmm.
0: Because I think Kopech is a fucking weapon. Yeah, it's pretty much him and Hendricks. Yeah, and that's the shitty part. And bummer has been shitty all season. Cody Hoyer has been shitty all season. Or not shitty, but he's had bad luck too, so which kind of sucks. And I feel like it kind of hurt his confidence. Uh, Foster has been eh. So if they get a good arm, then they'll be though, because it just shortens the game. I feel like our... Because during the postseason as well, we'll be able to put one of our starters to the bullpen to kind of give us a little backup. Dylan Cease looking at you, (laughs) you (laughs) motherfucker. But, I mean, I would say bullpen arm. Bullpen arm. It's it's the less sexy pick, but it's going to be the one that actually gets them to win. But, man, I mean, honestly... Today was the first day of training camp, though, for the Bears. So I am I am starting to look towards football season. Unlike you, I'm I, officially in Bears mode. Yeah, I'm still in, in, into baseball, but what's baseball? It's a dinosaur. Getting out of here! No fucking one dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Fucking get out of here!
1: <laughs> fucking old geezers. Fucking eight hours no to finish baseball a game anymore. Sabermetrics is killing the game.
0: <laughs> but fucking. Oh, god damn it. You were telling me that you watched eighteen hours of film on Justin Fields alone in one day?
1: <laughs> yeah. The the on report day on what was that, Tuesday when they all reported at the camp? I uh I, I stayed up till like two in the morning just watching Justin Fields breakdowns and videos and his little T V series and <laughs> breaking down his his mechanics. I'm ready, man. I'm I'm ready for fucking Bears football. That's that's my that's what I get excited for the most. I know the rest of the city is like that too, but I fucking love football. I I'll watch every
0: single game. Well, I'll try to watch whatever game is on. Yeah. And I feel like a sh- a shitty football game is still probably 10% more exciting at the minimum than a baseball game. You watching a uh let's see. Let's say right now two most winning teams, Giants versus Boston Red Sox. If they go against each other, would you rather watch that or the Chiefs versus the Bucks? <laughs> yeah, yeah Chiefs Bucks. Okay, but how about Jacksonville versus the Lions. Jacksonville versus the Lions. I'd probably still watch that. Too. Right. That's what I'm <laughs> saying.
1: And not just because it's for like Trevor Lawrence or anything like that.
0: He does have some flowing ass hair.
1: I'm actually kind of excited to see what he what he can do, man.
0: I don't know. Like I said, I'm not
1: really a college guy, but I you, obviously we've heard the hype around it's Trevor thing. Lawrence all these years, but uh like so I'm excited to see what he's got.
0: He's like the most complete prospect at QB since like Andrew Luck and all this shit. And
1: I also heard some people like just kind of, not really discrediting what he's done, but just kind of throwing out that caveat where like, well, come on, he was in Clemson.
0: Yeah, but what do you who, expect? Who busted his ass? Justin Fields. Let's fucking go, baby. Fucking- <laughs> That's my quarterback. Play the song. Play the fucking song. <laughs> We're going
1: to the chip this year, baby. Well, maybe not. Well let's not get too ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Put the music all Put the, the way music down. back yeah. But
0: No, but in all seriousness It's exciting to actually think that we have a quarterback for once.
1: Yeah, this feels uh we talked about this when it got when he got drafted, but it definitely feels a lot different than
0: yeah, when Trubisky came yeah, along. Thank thank God for Andy Dalton, man. Finally I have a real quarterback. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you see um Tom Waddle's list on ESPN 1000 of the most important bears.
0: Yeah. And I think it was kind of obvious to have Justin Fields at number one. Right. Um, And he he even said the caveat of he feels like the progression of the team is more important and how they actually develop. So their development is going to be more important. He's like, that's why I'm going to put certain players higher than others. He's like, if I did a top 15 players on the team, it would look completely different. I think he had like Akeem Hicks, like 11 or 12.
1: Yeah, which is not the case because he's obviously a, a beast. If you're just
0: rating the best players on the Bears, he'd be top three.
1: Top yeah, he'd be higher.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, Justin Fields has to be the most important player because his development is going to be the most important. Even if he sits the first four or five, six games of the season, him yeah. actually showing that he's ready to play in the NFL is going to be important. If he sits all season and Andy Dalton's medio mediocre, that's also going to be important because I, I feel like in my mind that means he's not ready. We we never I, I know we we've been hyping it up. We've been hyping up Justin Fields <laughs> this entire time. But let's say let's we're let's talk worst case scenario where Andy Dalton's playing like Andy Dalton, mediocre. Like the prototype average season where finish the season eight and nine, nine and eight because of the extra game. Yeah. Which is gonna fuck me up all year. Yep. Um but let's say they finish eight and nine, nine and eight. Math's hard. Yeah. And Justin Fields doesn't see any meaningful time on the field. Would, don't you think that would be, like, an indication of he's Worry not some. ready?
1: Yeah, a little bit. But I feel like there's no way to keep Justin Fields off the field. He's
0: going to run out there or what? No, I mean, I don't think Andy Dalton's going to play good enough to hold him off. Neither do I. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Worst case scenario, let's say if he just fucking is thinking it up in practice. Like, once it gets to real practice. I mean... They put Mitch Trubisky out there, and he was thinking of practice.
1: Not my quarterback, man. Not not 10. <laughs> <laughs> not 10, God. There's, I haven't there's, said that in a while. There's too much skill. There's too much skill there with Justin Fields to keep him off the off the bench. I think there's nothing Andy Dalton can do to keep him off. He would have to go play not like Andy Dalton. He'd have to play fucking throw for 300 yards a game, two, three, four touchdowns a game. Yeah,
0: I mean, I agree with you 100%. I'm just saying. And that's just not going to happen. But my point is more so, regardless of what happens with Justin Fields, he is still the most important person because his development is going to be most important for the team. So regardless of if he, if he plays or not, it's going to be a big tell, and that's going to be important for the Bears franchise. Because if they fucked up this pick, we're set back for, what, like four or five years? Yeah. Pace and Aggie out, new coaching staff, new system, new GM.
1: Right. Hit the reset. But that's not going to happen because Justin Fields is the future. <laughs> so my question is, and I saw the argument that for the most important player should be Andy Dalton, made by uh, Dan Zetterman and the yeah. Carmen and Yurko show, but which actually they like that show, but
0: <laughs> that was stupid. I like that show. That was stupid. I mean, I think that's dumb. That's that's just not seeing the fucking force for the in from the trees, you know. Right. Well what, besides Justin Fields because we both thought that it was gonna be an obvious number one for him, what would you say is for you, what would you say is your top like two or three things that you're looking for when it comes to the Bears? Especially since you're, you know, the Cubs are dead. You're just Cubs are dead, just looking forward to Bears training camps. The Bulls don't
1: even have a fucking draft pick. Bulls, yeah, Bulls draft is tomorrow on Thursday. They got Vucci Man, that's it.
0: And we don't we could care less about what the <laughs> All Right. About the NBA draft. I'm not even paying attention to it. Like, I'm nerding out about it, but it's like, who wants to know about, like, fucking Scotty Barnes? Is he going to be a top 10 pick? No, no one gives a fuck. Exactly. No, we, <laughs> we don't
1: care. We're not top 10 in the pick, in the draft, <laughs> so we don't care. For me, I think one of the things I'm looking for with the Bears in this training camp are the wide receivers. Of course, we know Alan Robinson. Of course, we know Donald Mooney. Darnell Mooney. I fucking love that man. Um, talking about Jalen Ramsey's dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anthony Miller got traded. They brought a Marcus Goodwin beginning in of the offseason. Face guy. They signed another guy off the – what's up with the Bears in signing, like, ex-Falcons?
0: I'm not sure. Um, Jake Butt retired today, the tight end, too. Yeah. Which I know tight end, but receiver, I feel like you can kind of lo- lump in Cole Komet in there. Yeah. I guess, yeah, offensive weapons.
1: Yeah. The rest of the offense aside from Justin Fields because there was the question about the running backs, too. Can Matt Nagy even focus on running the ball with David Montgomery? And then what's the debt behind him? And the other thing, Is siri Cohen going to be ready? Who knows? How dare you take my pick? Is Damian Williams going to be ready? What's he going to look like after taking a year off? He sat out the year because of COVID. Who knows? So I think weapons on offense
0: is a big one. Cole Komet, if, if he's going to take a step up. I feel like that's going to be important, too, for Justin Fields. David Montgomery, he did turn it on the last, like, four or five games of the season. It was against shit defenses, but if he continues that, he had a good run against the fucking Packers. So my my number one was the running backs, um, Tariq Cohen. I think I I was talking about his injury. Um, unfortunately, he had his brother pass away last year as well. Yeah. Uh, he's starting the season on the pup list, so physically unable to perform list. And my thing is, is it because his rehab hasn't gone to, like, full standard? Is it also some mental stuff? Because, I mean, that's going to be hard to – fully devote yourself into football, you know? Um, and he, what, I, I believe it was an ACL turn. So I, my my thing, because Tariq Cohen can be, like, a Darren Sproles type player. Yeah, it was an ACL, by the way. Yeah. So he, he can be a Darren Sproles type, like, gadget player, but he can also run it a bit.
1: So yeah
0: that that's the good thing about him. Like, Darren Sproles typically didn't really run. It was more so of a passing down back. I feel like Tariq Cohen, you can put him in there still... Have him run the ball and kind of throw the defense off. Uh, David Montgomery supposedly he lost some weight. Um, let's see if he can keep it up. Like we were saying from the last four or five weeks of the season, we got playoff Damian that we actually picked up the running back from the Kansas City Chiefs. He he didn't play at all last year, which I, in my opinion, is actually a good thing because everyone knows with running backs it's the mileage that matters more than anything else. You know we're gonna pick up Adrian Peterson. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, for me it was more so the um, oh Dez Newsom was the um, Dez was the wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 who I was thinking, trying to think of the name earlier. Um, but that's why I think the running back uh, position is going to be very important for the Bears. What's what's one of your other two?
1: Another one I'm uh, looking forward to is, and this is more so not just at camp. I want to see them. You're not going to get much of them. I get it in the in preseason, but I want to see how their pass rush develops. Last year, Robert Quinn, Did it seems play. like he was just unhealthy and got two sacks all year. And we expect a lot more from a big signing and uh, obviously getting Eddie Goldman back. So hopefully a healthy Robert Quinn having Eddie Goldman in the middle again, will take some of the pressure off. And yeah, Hopefully a, a healthy off Khalil uh, Mack, Akeem Hicks too. Yeah. I mean, when everyone's healthy and everyone's present, that's a scary front. Yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, we had a big piece big piece missing with uh, Eddie Goldman. Goldman. Yeah, had no production from Robert Quinn. So a lot of that focus it from the was, offensive lines was just on double teaming Khalil Mack. Yeah. Which people that break down the tape claim that that was the main reason why it wasn't Khalil Mack falling off. It was the fact that he just had so much attention being paid to him. So now with some key pieces back, hopefully Robert Quinn is healthy and getting his shit together. That'll like- take some of the pressure off, and it can add more a more ferocious pass rush to this Bears defense, especially because also because the secondary there's a lot of question marks out there. Yeah, question marks and young players.
0: I think second year um cornerback is going to be our number one now.
1: Yeah, yeah, Jalen Johnson out there, second year. Cal Fuller is gone. Cal Fuller is gone. Eddie Jackson has to fucking put up or shut up. Yep. So there's a lot of questions back there, and obviously having a more ferocious. Front seven that can get after the quarterback can help out your secondary a lot.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, and I I think Akeem Hicks, he's gonna be important too, like actually coming back full strength because he's a fucking beast. Everyone does the fake, I'm a smart guy thing where they're like, you know, Khalil Mack's their best player, but their most important player <laughs> is Akeem Hicks. And I'm gonna tell you why. Like everyone fucking says that. Um, which it may or may not be true, but I feel like what kind of sucked about him last year was when he got hurt. He got booty hurt with um, Waddle and Sylvie. Was that last year or was that two years ago? Was it two years ago already? I don't remember. But <laughs> No, I think it was last was year. was a while be- ago. I think it was last year because it was when um, Bowling was still with us. I don't remember. On the pod. Because I, I think remember. we were fucking ragging on him for... I'd have to look that up. <laughs> for being a fucking puss. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, a little sensitive there. Yeah. And I feel like the other thing I'm looking for is to see if for the from the Bears is Allen Robinson actually going to get an extension and not play out on the tag. And And, is that going to happen, though? Yeah, but I
1: really doubt that's going to happen. I can
0: at least I can see them at least talk about it and have it move forward because I think it just takes Justin Fields to be good and show off that he's going to have the ability to uh, hit him when he's open, uh, hit him and make him op- open, actually, like throw him open. Yeah. Um, I feel like that will that will be very important for Allen Robinson's trade contracts because I was talking shit earlier because you, I, I can't get away from talking shit. Is you? Yeah. True. I mean, Chad Henning used to fucking throw to him. Blake Bortles used to throw to him. That ball is gone. <laughs> A deep fly <laughs> to right field. <laughs>
1: Troy Votto continues to just absolutely murder the Cubs. But, anyways. To take your pants off. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Go ahead. Alan Robinson has shitty
0: quarterbacks and he still uh, manages to get top 10 in Madden ratings. But yeah. He, but he fucking went from Blake Borders, Chad Henney to fucking Trubisky, Trubisky and Andy Trubisky. Dalton for the first few <laughs> games, his savior. So, my thing is if Justin Fields actually shows out for him, he might be more willing to stay. And. That's going to be very important because apparently he's a top 10 player in Madden. Yeah, that does. That having Justin Fields definitely, I think, might make him want to it stay. It gets his
1: attention more and more willing to stay here. But that is swaggy, too. So he still m- wants his fucking
0: Yeah, he his wants his money. He wants
1: his money, man. You can't lowball him. You can't dangle Justin Fields in front
0: of him and be like, come on, team-friendly contract. Yeah, my, my thing is I, I feel like Justin Fields is going to be swaggy enough and on a rookie contract where people might want to come and play with him. That motherfucker just looks cool right now. Like, <laughs> like that ass. When's the last time you ever looked at a quarterback? I from sent the you, Bears?
1: I sent you all these YouTube videos about breaking down his play and his, his throwing ability, his ability to read the fields, to get to, to get around pressure. And you're like, man, this guy's swaggy as fuck. Hey, bro.
0: Have you ever watched the fucking <laughs> uh, movie draft draft room draft day? No draft day.
1: Do I got to put that on the list? Is that after Rocky? No, that's just Stread trash. Fucking, it's, yeah, it's trash. But, is that like the Browns GM or something oh, like that? Oh,
0: no. Actually, it's not even from Draft Day. It's from uh, Moneyball.
1: Oh, I saw Moneyball. That's a great movie.
0: Yeah. Where he's just like, you know, if if the girlfriend's ugly, that means he has uh, a confidence issue. He has confidence <laughs> issues, <laughs> baby. Come on. Like, yeah, that's from Moneyball. It's funny. You have to look at Justin Fields. He's just going to be a leader, I feel like. Um, he says all the right things. I I just think he is going to make people want to come to Chicago. Because we're a charter franchise. I mean, because Justin Fields is here, and we're moving to Arlington Heights. Baby. Hey, no, but cheaper housing. I'm just, I
1: just can't wait for fucking football season to start already. Give me some preseason games. People shit on them so much. Just the fact that I can see I feel my like favorite this- football team out on the field playing football. I don't give a shit if it's second, third, fourth stringers. I, I just want to see that fucking football in
0: the air, baby. You know what I, I'm saying? I honestly feel like preseason this year is going to suck even more because of like COVID and stuff. Gonna it's build- going to be
1: better. Because it's going to be over faster. Yeah, it's we only got weeks. three preseason games, and that's it. And then we get more football because we get 17 games. And we get an extra game, exactly. And one of the games in the preseason, it's going to be Fields versus Mitch Trubisky. Nah, I don't know. For, like, one drive? We'll, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're both the second stringers, so, I mean, they're going to get a lot of the run, right? Wait, you, wait, you don't think that Trubisky is going to beat out fucking Josh Allen? Mm-hmm. There's a chance there. I did see a report from one of the Bills beat reporters that he looked good. Ape also says doubtful. He looked good. And I looked I looked at the video and it's just him throwing to it looked like a tight end with like a coach covering him. What if what if you
0: found out you did you see that Twitter thing with Tom Brady where he threw it into the jugs machine?
1: That fake ass video that people yes. were like, Oh my god, it's so real.
0: What what if you found out that was actually Mitch doing it? Not and they just fucking switched Switchful thinking. Mitch would have fucking airmailed that he,
1: he wouldn't even hit the judge machine, first he would of all. Have air-mailed he him. wouldn't have came close to hitting the judge machine. It's he would hilarious. have hit the cameraman behind him somehow, right? <laughs> Let it go as he's putting his arm back. Listen to me now, Bills. I don't know if we have any Bills fans listening, but do not fall for the Trubisky looks good in training camp. He videos. looks good in shorts, he looks good in shorts with no pass rush around him. It's fine. Or having to do reads. Yes. <laughs> he's just he's throwing practice balls to one wide receiver, and he's going to look great. That ball's going to be there. There's no pressure around him. He can't pass to his left. Ironically, that pass in that video was to his left. But, but Trubisky was, did trick a lot of people here into thinking that he had potential. Trubisky truthers. And my brother.
0: <laughs> True. Hey, man, how is Hayden as there? Still hating.
1: Hayden. Hayden, as usual, you know, with the, all the big Yerma drama that came up, he oh, was he was blowing it. up the group chats, man. He loved it. Hey, he hit a
0: bomb the next day, though.
1: He was right. I mean, my brother was right to a certain extent. I wish he would just appreciate the Big Yerm experience as it was happening. Right. Which I think that's what a lot of us were just doing, was just enjoying the, the moment. Story. The story. Yeah. The month, the hot month that Big Yerm had. And for some reason, my brother took it personally, and he just wanted to shit on him the entire time.
0: Yeah, true. Other
1: notes and topics that we missed during our time off. Bucks winning the title.
0: Just speed round this?
1: Yep, speed round.
0: Alright. Bucks still stink.
1: Bucks still stink. Giannis
0: thinks that you don't need super teams anymore to win titles. Shit, when you're dropping fifty points and like fucking sixteen out of seventeen free throws, fuck it. It was an impressive performance. I'm not. I'm not
1: knocking him for that. But let's be honest. Let's be honest, Giannis. The only reason that happened, the only reason you were playing the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks in the final is cause everyone else. Cause K D had a size eighteen foot shoe. Kevin Durant had Ginormous feet. James Harden was hurt. LeBron got Anthony Davis. I Kyrie Kawhi I Leonard, didn't even play. Everyone was hurt. Yep. And we're probably never going to see something like that again. I think the odds of, I mean, we having will all
0: those superstars being hurt. We will. It will happen again. It happened two years ago. It's COVID, bro. <laughs> but Raptors versus Bubba. The Clay, bubbles, you Clay know. Clay Thompson just fucking his knee exploded.
1: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. KD his for, Achilles for, exploded. Right, but. <laughs> But that was a team that got to the finals. And okay. I think both teams in this year's finals, the Bucks and the Suns, benefited from all the injuries. And I don't think you're going to see
0: yeah. kind of a run like that from both sides of the conferences, I should say. Pro- probably not, but, I mean, fuck it. It right, is a terrible speed run because right. he's done <laughs> too much. Uh, TJ Dillashaw won a good-ass fight in UFC Saturday. The reason we didn't do the fucking podcast. On Saturday was because he went to go see that fight. It was it was a good fight. We actually watched it at Hawkeyes. Good
1: time, good time. Hawkeyes. Uh, uh, were you impressed with T.J. Dillashaw in his performance? I know he was losing early, so probably yes. He came back. Yes. Don't like him. Agree to agree with the decision. I could have seen it either way. It was True. a close fight. It was a close fight. Yeah. Let's see what else. Uh, NFL forfeit rule: If your team cannot play
0: because of a COVID outbreak for an unvaccinated player, you get tagged with the loss, and no one gets paid. No, no, no! No one on your team gets paid, and mm-hmm. then you guys have to pay pay the other the, the team, other team that that won. I think it's a ridiculous amount win, of money I too. I think it's like three hundred and ten million or something like that. Holy shit! Per game, I want to say because you have to cover not only the expenses of the players but the revenue lost, all that bullshit, concessions, all that shit. Yeah, which is uh, fucking nuts.
1: Like, thoughts on NFL? Pretty much creating a system that is. Practically forcing their players to be vaccinated. Um,
0: huh. It's kind of like a, I mean, real life for regular people.
1: Yeah, I go back and forth on it because at the end of the day, the NFL can set their own rules. Right. And uh, if any person's right, like- job requires for you to be vaccinated, then if you want to continue to be employed by them, you would have to be vaccinated and provide proof. It's a private company. They could do whatever they want. Yes. And also I do see the, hey, if you don't want to take the vaccine, that's essentially your, your problem.
0: That's going to be your my favorite. Issue. My you favorite deal with those on, consequences. My favorite thing on fucking Twitter right now is whenever any, anyone talks about anything medical, they're just like hippo, bro. You can't. And it's talk not about even that. That people and, need to. And it's like that's <laughs> not even like when you're talking about your own shit. That's not a hippo that's violation. bro. What you are you talking about, idiot? Like, yeah, it's pretty stupid, <laughs> fucking dick press guy. I kind of go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I kind of go on. Uh, uh, yep. my, my opinion on that kind of goes back and forth because. I Again, then that, if, if
0: that's a policy the NFL wants to put in, hey bro, I think it was want to keep you want to keep getting those checks. Way way back to Get Dak it. Prescott, I think it was more of a HIPAA violation that Joe Buck said that his ankle is out of his uh body right now <sighs> when it was fucking hanging. No, right. I was fucking uh, Tony Romo. <laughs> Tony Romo said he had a cramp. It's a cramp. Cramp. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm I could care less if if the NFL has their own rules or they have their own rules. If you don't like it, then you're gonna sit out. Right. Fuck it. Even coaches are uh, are losing their
1: jobs just to, because they're refusing to get vaccinated.
0: Very important. The O-line coach for the yes. Patriots. Rick
1: Dennison, the Vikings O-line coach and run game coordinator. That means Dalvin Cook is going to stink this year. Do not draft him. Do not pick him up. No one cares about no your fantasy football team. Cole Popovich, the Pats O-line coach, also sitting out the year because he refuses to get vaxxed. Fucking Cole, man. Cole Popovich, man. Sheesh. You. Any relation to... It's all these Coles. In relation to Cole Beasley, even though I don't know how that's... I don't know how that... I'm not pretty sure that's not how it works. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Another topic that uh, came up in the time we were gone, the Cleveland Guardians. Stinks. The new name for the baseball team in Cleveland. No longer the Cleveland Indians after this year. They will change their name and their logo to the Cleveland Guardians.
0: Microsoft Paint fucking ass logo.
1: Logo is terrible. Fucking terrible. Go back to the drawing board. Get someone else to come up with some different logos for the Cleveland Guardians. They the should, name, I don't give a shit. Sure. They, sh- they should call yeah.
0: themselves the Cleveland-Washington
1: football team. <laughs> <laughs> I think Washington needs to stick with that. That's fucking great. The Washington football team. That's fucking awesome. Anyways, the name, the Guardians, sure. I don't give a fuck. They're two statues. They, they mean stuff to the city. Uh, okay, cool. I'm fine. We can get over the name of it.
0: Logo, I think it's absolute trash. Oh, they're trash. You need to go back to drawing board. Dude, they had a team before called the Cleveland Spiders. That's fucking significantly better than the Guardians. Yeah, people thought they were. Some people thought they were going to go back to the Spiders. That would make sense. I think the reason they didn't is because they might scare kids or some shit like that. Or spider tech. <laughs> Too, soon. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Okay. Too soon. All right. All right. All right. Anything else pop up?
1: Well, I guess this could kind of be a throwaway. Aaron Rodgers. A throwaway segment. A throwaway thing that we were going to do because yeah, the Packers. This is literally the progression in our show notes that we put. The first bullet point was Packers are so fucked. Dot, dot, dot. And then dot, dot, dot. There was rumors he was coming back. We wrote maybe. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. There's a video of him in the parking lot. Damn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that we're still fucked. As soon as they, they show that fucking photo of him with the, the sunglasses on. The sunglasses like off like his
1: t-shirt and fucking flip-flops just walking into the building. God, I fucking cringe. I hate Aaron Rodgers, the Packers quarterback. You, I hate... I don't care so much about him as a person. You want to go fuck. Yeah,
0: but that was kind of cringy. Um,
1: yeah, a little bit. He did kind of tear into the front office today. Did you see that video? Oh, yeah. I should have actually got it and cut it up. If you haven't seen it, I mean, it, people were posting it everywhere. So, it started off with one question of, like, hey, what was up with this whole offseason? And he gave, like, a whole five-minute answer he of, like, trashing the front office pretty he much.
0: He brought out a handwritten letter that he fucking had and was just, like, step one. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> They, they cut my boy, Jordy Nelson. like He, he, he actually, rattled off like nine players. Yes. That he was mad about how they handled him. Either they the low ball offer or the fact that they just got rid of him. And he was just like, there's many other people that I feel like you they mistreated as people and as great Green Bay Packers players, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, some of them were already long in the tooth. Fucking Peppers was already old. Yeah. Woodson was already old. Yes. Jordy Nelson retired one year later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like James Jones I think he had well like maybe one two good years yeah they, we, we can't just, go to the Raiders too we can't just sign your friends because they've been here a long time man we say it's that it's still a business we say that but then they traded back for uh, Randall Cobb because Aaron Rodgers wanted him right that, that's what I'm saying though so that was like the only reason
1: not the only reason I'm sure but like that was one of his the that was on the list of his demands to come back to the team.
0: So as a Bears fan, I'm hoping that Aaron Rodgers actually walks or retires or I don't give a fuck, but leaves the Packers <laughs> next year. Um, after I think this he's year. gonna.
1: Oh, he's going to. But if if I mean I'm not sure with with this new contract, what
0: is going to be in there in terms of can they trade him during the season? So supposedly that's what he brought up as well during the press conference. He said that I still don't have full. No
1: trade or something. Full
0: freedom in what I can do after this season. Mm. He's like because technically the team can still be like so they, they I believe they put the wording where they can't franchise tag him to like force him to stay there. Yeah. But they can kind of keep him next year on contract. It's like an extension. But more than likely they they made next year voidable so it helps them when it comes to their salary cap. Kind of like the Taysom Hill $1 billion contract that he's going to get paid 140 k for. Yeah. <laughs> um. So supposedly it's like that. So he's like, I still don't have full control, full freedom on what I can do after this season. I mean, hopefully he gets the fuck out of Green Bay, gets the fuck out of the NFC. And hopefully Devonta Adams walks after this year because it's his last year. Is this a good move for the Packers
1: in terms of like, is this really... Smart of them to kind of concede to Aaron Rodgers' demands for this year if if he's really ideally only going to stay for one year,
0: him and Devontae Adams. I think, hypothetically, what they thought was that they were going to come in, come in they were going to have Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, let's make a run for it, let's spend a little bit of money this year. of the wall, let's go for it. But I think they didn't see how petty Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> he's going to just fucking tear do you, down them. He, uh, which he did day one. Yeah. His first interview just laid into the front office. The, I mean, the the most narcissistic and also true line that he had was no one comes to vacation fucking Green Bay. No one comes to play here. They come to play with fucking me. Yeah. He's right. And I told that teaching lady, the only letters I need to know are US and A. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that ass, like, he's right. No yeah. one's going on fucking... Green Bay for their their no. off season. No, we <laughs> don't give a fuck about the cheese curds or the spotted cow. I all was right, about to say that like don't hey, give a this fuck. Is a good fucking beer, Bakhtiari. A, he cares. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a decent beer. <laughs> all right, that boy be chugging, boy. You think you could beat him in a truck Because those aren't twelve ounces. No, those are fucking I full ass see. like eighteen eighteen ounces. I got a, I
1: got a solid chuck speed, but you I've do. definitely seen videos of of guys that could just fucking destroy it. And girls, I've seen a couple, but like. I'm not, like, high-ranking, I could fucking kill anybody. You I think I could
0: check. kill the majority of people. You have a good check, yeah. But definitely not the top. The normal man you would be able to take down.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Including my brother, who I beat three times in a row, and he won't want to admit it. Damn.
0: I guess we're going to have yeah. to see in Vegas. We're going we're
1: to see in Vegas. Fighting we, words. Justin the
0: first start. As soon as we get there, when we're already drunk, and then when we're all hungover. Those if, are the three times if you guys fucking have to
1: check. Southwest starts changing our flights, I don't know if you keep seeing those emails. Yeah, we're
0: gonna get back at uh, <laughs> Wednesday have instead of up. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoops! So well, <laughs> I I'm, I'm remember right. who my work last. We'll, we'll see what in case.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like shit. All right, uh, is that it for our quick stuff of news that we missed throughout the week? Yeah, that's sure. It.
0: We'll figure that out. I, I, the weekend plans yeah. this weekend? You going to Apulusa? Hell no. You going to face of the soul? Hell no. Super spreader events, event I'm good.
1: Oh, my God. Del- I mean, Alapalooza is requiring you to bring either a vaccination card or proof of a negative test. Hey. Um, Fiesta del Sol, everybody's going to be out in Pilsen, just raw dog in the air. No true. mask, no vax, <laughs> no gives a fuck. It was like that during tacos and tamales. Yes. Everyone was just fucking. And like- I got it there real quick. Yeah. I went there, had one spicy-ass michelada, which I was like, come on, G. I know we're Mexican and we like spicy, but. This is fucking hot. I never had a beer that hot, dude. And I was like, I right, fuck it. I'm just gonna get some food and get the fuck out of here.
0: We're talking shit about Southwest. I ain't trying to get Delta. All right,
1: motherfucker. Yeah, guy. facts. <laughs> facts. <laughs> That's I'm staying away from Fiesta. I say that now. But we're probably gonna fucking end up going. Somewhere. I'm, I'm not. Nah, I'm I don't gonna. want to because parking is was ridiculous when we went. You're gonna have to park in like a little village and shit, like, <laughs> pretty much, and just
0: fucking Uber over or something. Nah i i I've never really liked events like that. Um, I'll be on the outskirts of it I'm willing to go to a bar around there But yeah. I'm not going to Fucking walk around and all that shit I Fucking hate that Um, Yeah so fuck everything that Makes Chicago good you know <laughs> Basically like everyone loves All the Palooza I feel like most of the people that go to All the Palooza are people that are, aren't from Chicago Right? Pretty much Yeah. Like suburb kids mm-hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah fuck that Especially I feel like it's a younger crowd I, I'm older already I'm done, done with that Who's
1: even headlining Lollapalooza?
0: Ying Yang Twins. um, Shut up. Are you serious? No. (laughs) You're about to buy your tickets, motherfucker. I
1: was like, man, let me check availability right now. (laughs) Hell no. Miley Cyrus on Thursday. Who? Stop playing. Tyler the Creator on Friday. Post Malone on Saturday. Okay. Foo Fighters on Sunday. Journey. Journey on Saturday.
0: You know they're going to play one song and walk out. (laughs) Ah uh,
1: yes Go to Lollapalooza Where they sandwiched Journey between Meg the Stallion And Post Malone <laughs> And before that To warm up the crowd Some Limb Bizkit Hey Tyler the
0: Creator Did have a good <laughs> Fucking uh Good fucking album That's
1: what I heard I haven't heard it yet But I did hear good
0: reviews I liked it There's a Thursday Yeah man oh, Miley Cyrus Four day event Steve Aoki e. A.K.A. Uh, Dan's Lookalike <laughs> Foo Fighters Freddie Gibbs
1: Freddie Gibbs on Saturday Saturday might be The only day I Would think about going I fuck with Freddie Gibbs heavy Yeah me but. too It was a good album yeah, nah. Other than that, haven't been to Lollapalooza. I don't plan on ever going to Lollapalooza,
0: to be honest. Hey, you think someone's going to throw a shoe at the baby? Again? He's on Sunday. So let's wrap this bitch up. I don't even think
1: it's worth doing a whiskey pick this uh, week.
0: Oh, oh, I'm going to fucking do a whiskey pick. You can't tell me what to do. Are you? You can't tell me what to do. All right. You can't tell me what to do. All
1: right, whiskey picks for right. the weekend. Let's wrap up the show with, uh You can't tell me what to do. All right, go for it. What do you got?
0: I'm going to go Blue Jays. Oh, Jesus. Over the Royals. Okay. I'm going to. Are we talking? What what, what are we talking here? Friday? Moneyline. Friday? Saturday? Friday. Sunday? So it gives people time to listen on Thursday.
1: Plenty of time. Friday.
0: Friday. Some motherfuckers better listen.
1: Yeah, forget it's Wednesday.
0: Go on. We're going to go White Sox over the Cleveland Indians, Dodgers over the Arizona Diamondbacks, and.
1: uh, That's it. Keeping that in,
0: <laughs> do it. <I> <laughs> All right, give, I, I, give,
1: me, give me a recap. I didn't write anything of that. Down. I couldn't get myself to. White Sox money line. Is White Sox. Blue Jays. Blue Jays, Jays money line. Dodgers. Dodgers money line. Friday parlay. Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Blue Jays. White Sox.
0: Do it. Take it to the bank. Show you what you drank.
1: Uh, my whiskey pick. I don't care. There's nothing on. Let's just go with Uriah Hall against Sean Strickland. He's underdog. He's at plus one eighty. Fuck it. I don't care. I'll take the shot next time we come on here.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I'm there hurting. Oh man. Well, hopefully we get a little bit more consistent with this shit. Hopefully we uh we will get be more consistent with this shit. I have been consistently chugging some tribe coffee co. I'm still waiting for that cold brew to come out, like cafe lawyer cold brew. As you should be. And
1: if you follow Tribe Coffee on Instagram, you will see that they're in the process of picking out some labeling for that cafe cold brew, which we keep talking about. All about the details, baby. In the meantime, head to TribeCoffeeCode.com and get whatever coffee you need. True. Use promo code YAPSHY for 10% off your order. Facts. Where should we
0: follow you? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at EP773 underscore. Y'all can follow me on Twitter at Lees922 and on Instagram at uh, Alicia Corral JR. True. In the meantime, we'll keep an eye on the Cubs for the rest of this week and the trade deadline.
1: See what happens. See who's gone. See who stays. Who's coming out from Iowa? y'all stink. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see what's going on with the White Sox if they add anyone or if they trade their entire roster for Ryan Tapera.
0: True. Totally.
1: See There's that. rumors, man. There's rumors out there. I'm not saying. I'm just saying people are talking. Lane Kopek and uh, Luis Robert since he's hurt for Tapera. Yep, yep. We'll give you Ryan Tapera. We'll even throw in Jason Hayward.
0: Good luck. You really want his contract out of there, huh? Yeah, a little bit.
1: (laughs) Well, that's going to do it for this episode of YAP Chicago. Once again, you can follow the show on Twitter at YAP Chicago underscore and on Instagram at YAP Chicago. We already gave out our Twitter handles. You can call the show and leave us a message at 312-985-6006. For Edgar, for Lee's, this is YAP Chicago. Go Bears. Justin Fields, swaggy as fuck.